Ten is hosted by Cheryl Lewis and sponsored by Flight Solutions and Ten Hat Co. Join Cheryl as she celebrates the 4th of July. In this episode, Cheryl will visit the Lebanon Firehouse, grill some wings, and help us get ready to shoot off some fireworks. So put on your fireman's hat, light some charcoal, buy some matches, and get ready to grit and grin. Download the Main Street Media Television app and take us anywhere you go. Hey, I'm Cheryl Lewis with Main Street Media, and we are here today with the Lebanon Fire Department in Lebanon, Tennessee. It's a real privilege to get to learn all the behind the scenes of what happens in a fire station, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Come along. Captain Larney Lassiter, he's the longest running firefighter in the city of Lebanon, and he's been here for quite a while. He's seen quite a few changes, and I would love to chat about some of those. I started in 1986. Um, probably will retire within the next year. Um, some of the changes, uh, I guess probably one of the uh, first changes we had, we, uh, we used to ride tailboard, which meant when you got the call, the engine would start up. You'd run and jump on the tailboard, try to get your bunker gear on, get dressed for fire safety. I know you told me that there were a lot more fires back in the day. Why is that? Uh, back in the day, people used a lot of wood and coal as far as heating. Uh, electrical wiring probably wasn't as good. Uh, so you had some uh, issues there with people using that type of heating source. Uh, nowadays, the wiring's better. You have sheetrock. Children are educated. Of course, children have always been educated about fire safety when I came to work here. Uh, but uh, those kids now, of course, have families of their own. Uh, and they're, they're just really educated about fire, fire safety. So what will you miss when you retire? That's got to be a tough transition. Uh, probably what I'll miss most is, is the brotherhood. Uh, a lot of these guys I love. Um, very good friends of mine. Well, we really appreciate your time, Captain Lasseter. Thank, Thank you, you very much.
here with Lieutenant Josh Bryan, and he has been a firefighter for how long? Going on 11 years. Awesome. What made you want to be a firefighter to start? Well, I just, you know, you, the typical answer is you want to help people, but I really, I just wanted a job. I didn't realize it would be what it is, and I, you know, I've loved it ever since. So. Is it harder? Um, what, in what way was it different than you might have expected? Uh, it was just, you know, I thought we would be going to fires, you know, every day, and, you know, you see all that stuff on TV, and it's just not that. We do go to fires. We go to a lot of calls a day, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of a culture shock seeing you know, the, what people go through and, and how, you know, their situations are. But, uh, you know, we just try to help them make the, make the best of it. So I've been told that um, it can, a lot of the calls end up being paramedic calls. Is that we, the case? Yeah, medical calls is, uh, yeah, we run a whole lot of them. I think they're, don't quote me here, but I think that's about 75 or 80% of what we do. Uh, we run 25 calls a shift on average, and that number's going up yearly. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but we run a lot of medical calls. We run car accidents, uh, any fire call, whether it be fire alarm, car fire, or any kind of structure fire. So. And what kind of special training do you have to get in order to do the gamut of the calls that you might receive? Yeah, we gotta, we gotta be disciplined in several different areas, um, specialty rescue, of course, fire, medical. Um, I typically tell people when they start your first two years is you're, you know, you're in class. You got a 10-week fire academy, uh, go to a class called Smoke Divers, and that's just, uh, they basically just wear you out and then make you think, you know, just kind of getting you comfortable in a, in a stressful environment. Uh, EMT school, uh, there's uh, rope, rope classes, trench classes, I mean, there's all extrication classes, there's just everything. In the fire academy, you get a broad spectrum of everything, and then, you know, as you grow in your career, you get more advanced schooling on certain particular class, uh, disciplines. So are there a lot more people that want to be firefighters than actually get to become a firefighter? Yeah, usually people there are. That? You know, it, uh, the hiring process, that our administration does a great job. It's a, you know, we're a little different than the eight to five. You know, we live with these people and, and you know, we want, a, we want a good fit and somebody that's it's easy to get along with and, and, you know, go to work. The fire department, you know, don't ask a lot for you, but from you, but when you get that fire call and you got, you know, 20 minutes, it's, it's pretty tough work. And you, you know, have to be in sync with the guys around you, I guess. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's teamwork. You can't be, you know, it's not a, you don't do anything by yourself in this business. It's just, uh, and that's why I love it. It's a, it's a team career. You, you know, you, you see, child you know you you grow up with these guys you know i started when i was 22 i was still a kid you know uh, there's several people around here that you know just just who i've been around you know i've been a part of their weddings and you know watch their kids being born and, and growing up and you know you just get the whole cycle of life you know because you're here for one day out of three so a third of the year we're living with each other so how does that work the on off time Right now we're on a 24-48 uh, schedule, and that's 24 hours on, you get 48 hours off. Okay. So for 24 hours, you know, most of the guys come in at 7, they get off at 7 the next morning. So. Right. Uh, but a lot of energy different. drinks in that fridge over there. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and we get to sleep. I mean, we do. You won't see us sleeping much in the day, but uh, used to when I started, we didn't run near as many calls. We didn't run medical calls. Uh, 
so you got to sleep pretty well every night, unless there was a fire or something every now and then. But now, uh, especially you know, being up here at this station, you're you're pretty well running. You're mm -hmm. going to be up. You're, you know, if you get three or four hours of sleep a night, you're doing pretty good. And I guess it's not just guys anymore. There are no, women there's, firefighters. No, there's yes, yes. We have uh, we have two female firefighters. Uh, one of them's actually a lieutenant. She's of course our first female officer. And then the other one, she's a firefighter. She's only been here a couple of years. So. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I really appreciate your time. Anytime. Um, I do want to ask you, since the 4th of July is right here, mm -hmm. what sort of fireworks precautions should people keep in mind? Is it a good idea for them to, <laughs> to do their own? Yeah, should well, they... everybody wants to shoot off their fireworks. The main thing, just keep them away from houses and, and you know, just just be safe about where you're shooting them. And, you know, and, and we've luckily we've had quite a bit of rain the last week so it's we're not real dry so uh, but yeah just mainly just keep them human safe distance from everybody and, and let somebody that's kind of knows what you're doing mm -hmm. do the work you know so they don't want any of their firefighter calls to be about fireworks <laughs> in the next few days so you guys stay safe and you guys stay safe thank, thank you. you so much uh -huh. This has been an awesome day at the Lebanon Fire Department. Thank you to all the firefighters for all that you do and for letting us have a peek into your world. We appreciate it. If you're in need of a new look, look no further than 10 Hat Co. on Hartman Drive in Lebanon. We have a great selection of hats, embroidery. Our hats are perfect for showing your Tennessee pride and our embroidery will make any item look sharp. Our travel mugs are perfect for showing off your style on the go. We have everything you need to look your best and our prices can't be beat. Stop in today or give us a call at 845-475-5164. Hey, I'm Cheryl Lewis. Welcome to my home. I'm going to celebrate 4th of July the way everybody loves to celebrate the 4th, and that's grilling out. I have the best grill master right in my own home. My husband, Jim, is fantastic with grilling, and he makes the best chicken wings you'll ever have in your life. So today, he's going to put me to work. I truly am not a good cook. He has an Italian heritage, and so he loves to cook a lot more than I do. He's going to teach me how to make his famous chicken wings, and you'll get to learn in the process. All right, Jim, tell us what to do. So the first step is using fresh or typically fresh wings locally from a butcher shop or... Um, and by that you mean not, never frozen. Right. Okay. And so when you're starting with fresh wings, they just they taste better. They take the ingredients. And so what I do first is I do a marinade on the wings, and I typically use a plastic bag. Then from that, you take the wings, seal up the bag, and... Then I get to shake it. Yep. Next thing we're going to prep is we'll do your... We're going to use your recipe, and we're going to do um, uh, potatoes. I have a recipe. So... Well, your vinegar potatoes. Go ahead and cut these up into uh, french fry size slices. And I like to leave the peel on. We don't normally peel ours in advance. And I also learned one time that if you'll touch the tip of your knife to the cutting board and just lower the blade, 
Is it okay if these are slices? Yep, because you're just gonna you're gonna take them the next. Yep, you take them down and just cut them in like julienne style. Okay, potatoes. so you want them French bread? Yep. And these are just gonna soak in white vinegar or yes, cider vinegar. Cider vinegar is better. Okay. Okay, you okay. want to cut up one more potato? You think that's enough? I'll do, yeah, do one more. That's enough for now. Okay. All right. Shake it up. Just yep, we're just using unfiltered apple cider vinegar. Do I have to cover it? Nope, about halfway. Okay, okay, and then we're going to use um, Kinder's has a salt and pepper, a little bit of garlic blend on them. Let you do that. Okay, just a light coating. Yep. Okay, and then put a little bit of put a little bit over your rub. There you go. All right, mix it all together. Too much seasoning is better than too little. That's exactly right. Okay. Okay, they're gonna sit for a couple minutes, and then we'll put them in the air fryer. I love white corn the best. I think that it's crispy and. The, the yellow gets a little waxy, but it can be harder to find. But we got all of these fresh vegetables on the stand um, on Sparta Pike. So this is um, as yeah, fresh as you can. Local farmer's market yep. or vendors. This is as fresh as you can get. Okay. How, How long? These? Probably five to ten minutes. Okay. It's time. They've been marinating for a while. How long? Overnight? 24 hours, yep. Okay. About 30 hours. And this point, I'll hold the bag if you want to put them on. And you know that they're ready because you've got white on your white. charcoal, right? Okay. Can and I use my fingers or I need the tongs? I would use the tongs because okay. it grows hot. Now, make sure you put them off the yep, back off the heat. Far okay, away. no, just yeah, right there. That's so if if this if the charcoal line is here, mm -hmm. all your food goes back off of that. Okay, and remember, we always turn them, you know, like we have the grate. So we always want to turn the meat against the opposite direction of, of your grate. Our grate's running this way, and so we always want to put the wings this way so they don't fall through. Okay. These will be down, and we'll turn them in probably about 30 minutes. One of the secrets um, to my wings, as you know, is where I get my sauce. So the sauce comes from where? I don't remember, but I know that it was introduced to us by a very precious friend. So it comes from Ohio, so it's called, um, and I know there are lots of football fans in, in uh, <laughs> Tennessee, but it comes from, um, it's uh, called the Buckeye sauce, and it's wonderful barbecue sauce, and I only use it at the end to finish, and when we finish it, we're going to finish it with that, and then we're going to put a little bit of uh, dry rub on it as well. Okay. So we'll go ahead and prepare that to go out outside, and we'll start to sauce them up. How much do I want to use? Uh, probably half a bottle. Okay. Okay. So if you're from the South, you know that you don't always have to have full cup or quarter cup. It's a pinch of this and a splash of Four that. till it feels right. <laughs> um, we've awesome. been cooking these wings at about 300, and we um, do indirect heat for these. How long have they been on? Uh, they've been on for about... 47 minutes exactly How do you know when they're when it's been long enough How long you start to see a little bit of the burn a little on the sides 
and then that means they're pretty they're ready for the sauce and the sauce will go down and then we'll flip them and sauce to the other side and then we'll go ahead and put the um, um, the spice rub on it Yes. No, I I lit them this way, and then I put some, you know, I put some um, hickory chips in, as well, and then gives a little bit of hickory smoke. We'll sauce them one more time, and then we'll put the spice rub on them. Let them sit for probably about ten minutes or so, and then we'll move them and get them striped, and then they'll be ready to go. Which it does if I grill. What do you do to quench that? Are you I put water on it? I or? don't. I just move the meat off. I move whatever I'm grilling. I just move it right on off the grill. These look great. But if they're not done yet and you still need to be cooking them, what do you do about that fire? How do you back it down? You, um, typically, I'll just reduce my heat underneath. Turn my um, so my vent off. Mm -hmm. There's okay. a vent. Okay, so the vent is key. Now they're good for another. We'll do ten minutes and then we'll take them off and put them on the stripes. We're going to air fry the potatoes, and I wasn't a huge air fryer convert because it's one more thing to sit onto the counter, but oh my goodness, when we finally did try it, I've never had fries that are so perfectly crispy outside and soft in the middle. They're really delicious, and you can go straight out of a frozen bag of fries into the air fryer and have incredible fries in just minutes. So we're going to do these from from fresh, um, and all you do is go, they've got all these presets, and so we're just gonna use the french fry preset and load it up. I'm just going to hit fries and preheat and start. Now this is gonna heat up, get ready to accept the fries. In about three minutes, we'll put the fries in. We're just gonna layer these in until they're mostly level on one single level. You don't really wanna heap them up overly. Just spread them out and stick them back in and the air fryer will work its magic. Okay. The rings are now ready to flip and stripe. And what does that mean? So this, this, you're gonna, this stripe just means you're gonna turn them over okay. and put them right on, there you go. And over here on the hot side. Yep. So these have been on for a little over an hour. At this point, yep, an hour and 10 minutes. So go ahead and just take a look. If you're walking through it, it's a marinade for the day and then put them on and just don't sauce them until, you know, the last 15 or 20 minutes and then put a little bit of the, the dry rub on it. Well, good job. Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic.
you're in need of a new look, look no further than 10 Hat Co. on Hartman Drive in Lebanon. We have a great selection of hats, embroidery. Our hats are perfect for showing your Tennessee pride, and our embroidery will make any item look sharp. Our travel mugs are perfect for showing off your style on the go. We have everything you need to look your best, and our prices can't be beat. Stop in today or give us a call at 845-475-5164. Hey, I'm Cheryl Lewis with Grit and Grin with Main Street Media TV, and we are going to interview Rusty Johnson with Johnson Fireworks Stand right outside of Big Lots in Lebanon, Tennessee today, and learn all about the do's and don'ts of fireworks and how to have a fun fourth. Rusty Johnson with Johnson Fireworks Stand in Lebanon, Tennessee, and we're right in front of the big lots in the parking lot, in front of Planet Fitness, and I just wanted to learn a little bit about fireworks. So everybody loves fireworks. Yes, they do. Sometimes there are um, often there are restrictions um, as far as local ordinances and during the holidays. Are, is there any of that this year? Uh, in, in Lebanon, there are. There you can only shoot. Until July the 5th. Uh, at 10 o'clock on July the 5th, I think, is the last time you can shoot. And then you can't shoot again until December the 26th, I believe. Uh, that's the only ordinance there are right now. Okay, what about out in the county? You can shoot in the county year round. It don't, doesn't matter. Any time of the day, every night, late at night, it don't matter. That's are there the any county. restrictions about what people can shoot? Can you shoot any of this? Anything is fair game? Everything's fair game inside a retail store. Don't try to make your own, for sure. Uh, anything that we sell is is able to be shot okay. anywhere. And do you need a college degree to figure out how to shoot these? You just need to know how, to, how to, to light a lighter. That's it. Okay. Are there some that are more appropriate for children? Yes, we have many items that are children appropriate. Okay. What is your best seller? Probably my 500 gram cakes that are over on the other side of the table. So. Okay. So tell me about the fireworks industry. What do you normally do, and how did you get into this? Uh, I work for a company out of Laverne. Um, Mad, Mad Fireworks is the name of our company. Um, they just look for 10 operators, and I decided that I could do this, and this is what I do. This is my summer job, I guess you would call it. <laughs> what do you do the rest of the time? I'm a police officer in, in real life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so tell me about fireworks and how they're made. Do you know much about that? I don't know much about it. I just know most everything that we sell here is actually made in China. Um, how does it go all the way from there to here? What's the process? So in China, they package it all in a box. They ship it to us in a container uh, in the ocean. It gets to California, and then it gets put on a train, and it gets railed all the way to Laverne. And is this um, operation one of many, or how many do they yes, have? Yes, the company I work for has 85 locations, all the way down into Alabama, all the way up into Kentucky. Wow. 
And do you do this many times a year or just for the 4th of July? Just the 4th of July is all the time we do this. Okay. Our company does do it in the, in the winter, but I only do it in the summer. All right, so if someone wanted to come in and just get a group of fun fireworks to have a nice event for their family on the 4th of July, what would you recommend? I would start off with probably the fountains that are beside us here. Mm -hmm. uh, I would do fountains. These are fountains? Those are fountains. Okay. Behind you is a fountain. Uh, they don't go as high. You light one fuse, you sit back, you watch it pop. It's got all kinds of many different colors in it. And then I would switch over to the Roman candles beside us. Mm -hmm. Roman candles are just shoot out some balls of fire. They're, they're really cool to see. But then I would start getting to the 200 gram cakes. Okay. And go from there. So now how much does someone typically expect to spend whenever they come to get a fun fireworks? On average, $200 is probably a, a roundabout average for what everybody mm -hmm. spends when they come into the tent. What's the biggest boom? The biggest boom be a 500 gram cake, uh, which begins on the other side of the tent. Um, a lot of people ask for the biggest boom, so <laughs> we always try to get them a 500 gram cake or refloatables. Okay, let's go check out the 500 gram cakes and see what those look like. Okay, so these are the 500 gram cakes that provide the biggest boom for your fireworks dollar. Can you tell us about those? Uh, this right here, Neighborhood of Hero, has many, many different colors in it. It's 36 shots. Um, it's actually made by our company, Mad Fireworks, and it's it's a great. It's expensive. All 500 gram cakes are expensive, but you can still get a great deal with one or two 500 gram cakes. So if you had something like this and you were going to light it up, does it go off for a while, or is it one big boom and you're done? It's it goes off for quite a while. We okay. we have some that go up over two minutes long. So. This one probably will last anywhere from 45 seconds to a minute. Uh, we have them that go 30 seconds, and then we have them that go two minutes. And how much are you going to spend for something like this? This one, I believe, is about $78. Okay. And do you have to worry about how close you are to your neighbor's house? Not really. They go up so high, it'll go way above your parent, your neighbor's house all day long. Okay. Should you have a hose handy? Is Always there... have water available. Okay. All right, awesome. What is your favorite? My favorite is Showtime, which is down here. It's a 50 shot, but it's my favorite. This Why is, is it your favorite? It just has an assortment of everything in there, from flying fish to big booms to a little bit of all kinds of different colors. It's just a great firework. How much is a box of this? I think this one is $65. Okay, awesome. What's the most somebody's ever come in and spent? I have, a I have a customer comes in and spends about $3,500 every year. Oh, wow. That's the party I want to go to. That's the party I want to be at. <laughs> okay, fantastic. This is awesome. Um, so what are your hours out here? When can somebody come out? We usually open at 9 a.m. and we stay open until about 10 p.m. every night. The 4th of July, well, July the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and the 4th, we'll probably be open until midnight or later. How do you protect everything after hours? Uh, we actually have somebody that sleeps in the tent. Um, that's either watching TV or just hanging out, waiting for somebody to try to sneak through the tent. <laughs> awesome. Well, we appreciate all of your time today. Thank Good you luck. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. <laughs>
things you do to sell fireworks. And now you have it. You know how to go have a great 4th of July. Be safe, but have a lot of fun. Happy 4th. Thank you especially to Tennessee Hat Company and Flight Solutions. We appreciate you sponsoring this first ever episode of Grit and Grin. This is Main Street Media, Tennessee. See you next time.